0: Egypt's official reason for cracking down on foreign NGOs is to investigate their alleged funding of pro-democracy groups. That's illegal under Egyptian law, but many in Egypt see the cases as harassment. If true, that would be consistent with a growing mistrust of foreigners in the country. As Julia Simon reports from Cairo, the Egyptian military has something to do with that as well.
1: 26-year-old Josh Leffler sits in a Cairo cafe smoking a water pipe. While men play dominoes and watch TV nearby, the American teacher doesn't look stereotypically Egyptian, but after four years of living in downtown Cairo, he blends in and he loves it.
0: I can go to my regular cafe any time of the day, and like I will always sit with people. Like if I go to a coffee shop in Los Angeles and do this, it doesn't quite work like that. And so this this aspect of community is oh, it's really nice. <laughs>
1: Yet even for Leffler, who has a community here, the past year has been tense. During the revolution, he got detained a few times. And lately, he's felt like some Egyptians look at him differently, as a foreigner.
0: It's just this like vague idea that there are foreigners, foreign spies or whatever, who are trying to incite problems. After I was detained a couple of times, I stopped. I, I began to act much more careful. This doesn't come out of nowhere.
1: Khalid Fahmy is the chair of the history department at the American University in Cairo. He says there have been foreign plots in Egypt before, like the notorious Lavon Affair in 1954, when Israel recruited Egyptians to plant bombs inside Egypt.
0: Egyptians are very aware in their recent history of outside interventions. So this is a sensitive point, more so than elsewhere.
1: But Fahmi and other critics say the current government, the Supreme Council of the Armed Forces, or SCAF, is taking this very real sense of outside threat and whipping it up into full-blown xenophobia through state TV and radio.
0: There is a uh, deliberate use of this uh, xenophobic language, of this suspicion of foreigners by SCAF and by the Minister of International Cooperation.
1: Hossam Baguette is the director of the Egyptian Initiative for Personal Rights. He says there's always been racism in Egypt. But these days, his organization gets lots of complaints from people who have never been targets before.
2: In the past, it was, I mean, most of the complaints we received were by migrants or refugees or asylum seekers um, uh, with a black skin that were subjected to racially motivated harassment in Egypt. But since January of 2011, most of the complaints have been received by people that were targeted because of their fair skin or because they come from the West.
1: Baguette says they've seen verbal and physical attacks, as well as citizens' arrests. He says foreigners are caught in the crossfire as the Egyptian government tries to undermine the continued protests.
2: It presents the political protest movement in Egypt as as primarily being pushed by the famous foreign agendas. And the foreign agendas are um, normally understood uh, to mean Western agendas.
1: Rasha Azayzi, spokesperson for the Egyptian tourism ministry, says there may seem to be a lack of security on the streets, but she doesn't see any hostility towards tourists or foreigners.
2: It is not aimed at foreigners. It is just random. And, you know, uh, because of the language uh, barrier or the randomness of the whole thing, stop and search is something that can happen in any city in the world. Egyptians uh, are extremely warm and welcoming people, very friendly. She says even
1: with the unrest this year, 10 million tourists came to Egypt. But that's a drop of 30 percent. Even so, historian Khaled Fahami says it's clear there is a concerted campaign against foreigners. And he says the Egyptian government shouldn't just worry about the safety of tourists, but about the very foundation of Egyptian society.
0: Egypt throughout its long history thrived not by being shunned, shut out and inward looking, but rather it is precisely by being open and engaged and by interacting.
1: As for American teacher Josh Leffler, he still considers Egypt his second home and hopes to stay. But he adds, we'll see how it goes. For The World, I'm Julia Simon, Cairo.